Let us begin. Hello everyone, welcome to Brew Distilled. I'm your host, DG Monte Ale, and this episode is going to be all about the NFL. And there will be a beer pairing at the end of this episode, to do stay tuned for that. With Marvel on break right now until later in November with the release of Hawkeye, I'll be doing more NFL coverage here in Brew Distilled. And we'll continue talking about the six most interesting teams in this year's NFL season, so I'll be talking about those six teams in this edition of Brew Distilled. As this past week, the NFL season was very much dramatic. A lot of interesting storylines taking place with all the six teams that are profiling on Brew Distilled right now. So right now, I'm going to start with the NFC side of NFL football. With the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys had very much a very close and very dramatic game against the New England Patriots. It was one of the most highly anticipated matchups this season, even though Tom Brady's no longer playing in New England. But Dallas did very much make a very much a statement victory in this game. It came down to the last minute where Dak Prescott threw a touchdown pass to CeeDee Lamb at the last minute in overtime, allowing Dallas to win this game. And it was very much a dramatic win for Dallas, but also kind of an ugly win at the same time because we all know how Dallas plays because there's a reason why they're called the Cardiac Cowboys. Boys. They've had this nickname, I believe, since going back to the 70s, where they went close games at the last minute, and you never know what they're really going to do. And this game is a very wild game, a wild emotional ride, as there were times where I thought Dallas was going to lose this game, because right now they're on a winning streak right now. Dallas only has one loss this season, and to be honest, they should be undefeated. They should have won their first game against Tampa earlier this season. That, unfortunately, did not come to pass. But this win against New England is really starting to raise the profile of the Dallas Cowboys. As we're now starting to go back to seeing more Super Bowl hype come around the Cowboys, but are the Cowboys ready for a Super Bowl? Will that indeed incur? I do believe the Cowboys are definitely going to go to playoffs. They're going to make a deep playoff run, but even though I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm still yet to go ahead and say they're Super Bowl ready right now. But just like last week's episode, time is of the essence for the Cowboys. They don't got much time to make this happen because the salary cap is going to catch up, and they may have to do away with some very outstanding players, and losing these players may very well jeopardize their chances of going to the Super Bowl. So right now, time is of the essence for Dallas. If they're going to go to Super Bowl and win that Super Bowl, this year may be their only chance for a few years, assuming things go downhill after the season because of the salary cap. And there is also a sight in Dak Prescott after the game showing signs of a calf injury. Dallas right now saying that injury is not going to impact Dak Prescott for the rest of the season, but that's something to keep an eye on right now because last year Prescott got injured. He was out for the entire season. That no doubt destroyed the entire season for Dallas last year. So right now this possible injury of Dak Prescott, they're saying it's no big deal right now, but that could be an issue later in the season assuming things go downhill with the wrong hit or an injury that gets worse for Prescott but right now Dallas right now is pretty much on a they're on the right track right now they're on the right path to go into the Super Bowl but that can that actually happen I'm not confident to say that right now but right now Dallas they made a statement victory against the New England Patriots and they do have a bye week in week seven so they won't be playing a game this week they will have a bye week that should give them an advantage and go against their next matchup against the Vikings so this bye week could very well add some much needed rest for the Dallas Cowboys to help Dak Prescott heal from the calf injury but right now, Dallas are on the right track. But right now, Super Bowl, I still have yet to declare that. But right now, they're on the right path. They're going to be facing against the Vikings. I think they're going to beat the Vikings, extending their winning streak. Right now, they're first in their division with the NFC East. There's also talk they might even get a bye week when they go into the playoffs. Because I definitely do believe that they will make a deep playoff run. But right now, my big question for Dallas is right now, is that how can they maintain their momentum this season? And how far will that momentum take them? Will that momentum they're on right now take them all the way to Super Bowl? That right now remains to be seen. This now brings us to Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who 
really having a good season right now. They only have one loss right now, and Tom Brady is on fire. I mean, at his age right now, he is playing excellent football. They won was pretty much a close game against the Eagles. They could have lost that game, but they ended up winning that game. What makes me wonder right now, when will Tampa lose their next game, if ever? Will Tampa continue to win the rest of their games, get the bye, go into the playoffs, end up going back to Super Bowl, which I do believe is still going to happen right now. I do believe Tampa right now is still the favorites to win the Super Bowl, but there's a lot of threats out there that are facing Tampa right now. And I believe the teams that right now that Tampa has to contend with are the Arizona Cardinals, the Los Angeles Rams, and my beloved Dallas Cowboys. I do believe the Cowboys and Tampa could very well find themselves in a rematch in the playoffs. There's not a lot of buzz about that right now, that Tampa and Dallas could face off in a rematch in the playoffs. It's a topic that's been trending lately in social media. Also, Michael Irvin, his podcast, did talk with the Tampa Bay player about that possibility. So will Tampa and Dallas face each other in the playoffs in the rematch from the first game of the season? Now that right now is a speculation that remains to be seen. Will these two teams go against each other again in the future? That remains to be seen. But right now, who is the main threat against Tampa? Will Tampa lose another game? Will they continue to dominate the season and go all the way to the Super Bowl and win again? And also, how far will Tom Brady go this season? He's doing excellent. I mean, he's doing amazing right now. He is really on fire right now. He's my fantasy football quarterback, and I'm glad I got Tom Brady as my quarterback in my fantasy football team because right now, he is kicking some serious ass right now. I mean, man, I mean, Tampa is really a team to be reckoned with, but there still are threats out there, and those threats, just like I mentioned earlier, are the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Cowboys. But right now, my main question for Tampa is, how far will they go? Will they lose another game this season? We have yet to see that, but right now, they're really on the right track right now. And I do believe Tom Brady, I think he wants to play to his age 50, probably even beyond that. And right now, he's on track to do that right now. Will Tom Brady play to age 50 and beyond? I do believe that is a strong possibility because right now, the way he's playing this season, he is doing really good. So right now for Tampa, my question for them right now is, will they lose another game? Will they continue to dominate? And if they lose, who will pull that win off? We'll just have to see. But right now, that's my question for Tampa right now going into the week seven of the NFL season. This now brings me to the Green Bay Packers who had an impressive win over the Chicago Bears in week six. The highlight of that game, though, was when Aaron Rodgers taunted Bears fans. He got caught on the hot mic taunting Chicago Bears fans by saying that he owns them. This came after a touchdown in where the Green Bay Packers went on to win the game against the Chicago Bears. In where Aaron Rodgers got caught on the hot mic taunting Bears fans. He was not fined for the incident, but really does show the intensity of the Chicago Bears and Green Bay Packers rivalry. It's no doubt a long-time rivalry, and Aaron Rodgers has had a lot of success against the Chicago Bears. And while I do have Green Bay as one of the most interesting teams this NFL season, it makes me wonder, how far will Green Bay go this season? Will they make a deep playoff run, just like I expect to see from Dallas and Tampa? Or how far will they go in the season? Will they even make the playoffs? I do believe they will, but will it be a wild card? Will they get a first-round bye? That remains to be seen. Because right now, I don't see Green Bay as a threat to the dominance of Tampa. I do believe Green Bay will go on to have a good season, but I don't think they're definitely going to be going to the Super Bowl nor to the NFC Championship. But I do wonder how is the rest of the season going to play out for Green Bay and will Aaron Rodgers be with Green Bay next season? All that's still up in the air right now. We don't know what's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers yet after the season. Will he retire? Will he stay with Green Bay? Or will he go to the Denver Broncos, which has been a lot of speculation surrounding that. But here's the thing. I mentioned this before. If Green Bay does indeed trade Aaron Rodgers to Denver, how much will Denver give up? Because how much longer does Aaron Rodgers have left in the league. Personally, I would not be trading three first-round draft picks for Aaron Rodgers. I'd rather go with a new quarterback or one fine winner free agency. But right now, that's all about what Denver will have to decide should they choose to pursue Aaron Rodgers after the season. But right now, I want to know what's going to happen to Green Bay for the rest of the season. Will they emerge as a threat towards Tampa, just like Dallas is, along to Los Angeles Rams? Or will Green
Green Bay just go to the playoffs and lose in their first game, which obviously you lose one game in the playoffs, you're done. Will that be Green Bay's end result this season? We really don't know yet. I would not rule out Green Bay right now. It was a big win against the Bears, but how would they do for the rest of the season when they go into week seven? And how will Aaron Rodgers continue to do this season? Will he turn the Green Bay Packers into a threat against Tampa? My advice on this? Let's just find out. Now, as for the AFC side of this, I'm going to start with New England. New England lost to the Cowboys this week, thank God, because New England won six straight games against the Dallas Cowboys. New England was a major pain in the ass towards the Dallas Cowboys. It was always a major thing for Dallas. Dallas could not beat the New England Patriots. A large part of that was because Tom Brady was playing with the New England Patriots, but Tom Brady no longer there. I think this played a big role in allowing Dallas to defeat the New England Patriots after a six-game losing streak throughout the past few years. But right now with New England, how's New England going to go this season? Will they even make the playoffs? Will Mac Jones in his rookie year get New England to the playoffs? And will Bill Belichick eventually dethrone Don Shula with the most wins as an NFL coach in the NFL? Because it's going to take a few years for Bill Belichick to get there. Will he get there because Bill Belichick's getting up there in age? So I'm starting to wonder, how much longer will Bill Belichick coach New England Patriots? How long would he stick around as Mac Jones? I do believe he has a QB with Mac Jones. I do believe that's a good working dynamic. But how far will it go? Will Mac Jones get New England back to where they were? Will he be the proper replacement for Tom Brady? Because right now, that that was a big loss against Dallas. Dallas came up from behind, defeating New England in overtime with a touchdown pass from Dak Prescott to C.D. Lamb. So right now, New England, I say they're up in the air right now. I'm not going to guarantee them a playoff spot right now because they got a long ways to go if they're going to make the playoffs because they got a lot of issues to work out right now. They got a good promising QB with Mac Jones, but right now in England, they got a lot to do right now. They got so long to go, and I wonder how far will that take them this season? How will they do for the rest of the season? Because right now, they got to bounce back from this loss against Dallas. It was a big one for Dallas, but also a major loss for New England. The key is, how will they bounce back? And this now brings us to the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, last week's episode, I said the Chiefs were on a one-way train ride to Screwsville because right now, their season's really not going too well right now. They did win a big game against the Washington football team, but right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are 3-3, three and three, so they got a 500 record right now. They can't afford to keep losing because if they're going to go back to the playoffs and even the Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs had to turn it around. Now, that win against Washington, it was a much-needed win, but really, who are they playing, to be honest? Because they really need to beat quality teams. Kansas City needs to beat teams of quality if they're going to go back to the playoffs and even back to the Super Bowl. And what many, such as myself, predicted a matchup against Tampa, just like last year, could be a rematch. But right now, all that's up in the air right now because with a 3-3 three and three record, the Chiefs, they have got to win in Week 7 and they got to win again after that. They can't afford to keep losing like this because right now three and three I still do believe they're in a lot of trouble right now there's also been a lot of speculation and that is is the NFL catching up to Patrick Mahomes is the competition starting to catch up is the competition starting to become more competitive more formidable and how is Mahomes and Chiefs how are they going to respond to that because he got a good team Andy Reid is a good coach he's got a good quarterback with Patrick Mahomes but how are they going to navigate this emerging NFL competition they're starting to deal with right now because right now it's not in their favor so right now my question for Kansas City is when you go into week seven, how are they going to do? Are they going to win and be four and three? Because right now, if they lose this game, it's going to be a major problem. Now, there are many who do believe that Kansas City is still going to go back to the Super Bowl. For me, I think it's up in the air right now. Even though I did predict that Tampa and Kansas City were going to have a rematch in the Super Bowl, right now that prediction doesn't seem to be panning out right now because the way Kansas City has been playing right now and the losses they have had. So let's see how Kansas City does in week seven. They got a critical game. Let me see who they're going to be playing here. I'm going to pull up my computer right now who they're matching 
matchup in Week 7 is. And that is against the Tennessee Titans. So I do believe that's going to be a tough matchup for Kansas City because the Titans had a big win last week. So Kansas City and the Tennessee Titans, that's going to be a pretty good game of the week. A big matchup for both teams, but also a major matchup for Kansas City because they cannot afford to lose this game. Because if they do, well, it's not going to be good. So for now, let's see how Kansas City does against the Tennessee Titans. Will they win? If I were to make a prediction for this game, honestly, I want to go with the Titans. I think the Titans can beat Kansas City. I could be wrong. But we'll see how that goes this Sunday with the Kansas City Chiefs playing against the Tennessee Titans. But it's most definitely a much needed win for Kansas City. Now for my last most interesting team, as part of what I call this year's NFL six pack, that is the Jacksonville Jaguars, who won their first game this season. They defeated the Miami Dolphins in London. And while many, such as myself, consider an upset because the Dolphins are not a bad team. They're although the Dolphins this year are kinda in a bad spot, but at the same time I thought they're gonna defeat Jacksonville Jaguars in London. But the Jacksonville Jaguars managed to come from behind and defeat the Miami Dolphins in London, giving Urban Meyer's first NFL victory. But the problem with the Jacksonville Jaguars still do remain. There's so many reports about veteran players not happy with Urban Meyer's or head coach, and that Urban Meyer is starting to lose a trust not only the players, but also the front office, given his recent incident when he went back to Columbus and got caught in photo at that nightclub, which I won't get into here. I do consider it a private matter for Urban Meyer. The thing was, though, and I did mention this before, was that Urban Meyer did not travel back with the team to Jacksonville, which he should have done as the NFL head coach. So right now, Urban Meyer, here's what I think he needs to do, is that is he obviously needs to keep winning. He needs to keep winning for the Jaguars to get them back in contention, which I don't think is going to happen, but get them enough wins to get them more back in the rebuilding process in order to rebuild that team. But he also has to continue to regain the trust of the players and also of the front office in order to remain relevant in the NFL. But the big question is, and that is with Urban Meyer, there's always questions about Urban Meyer. How much is he really committed to Jacksonville Jaguars? Because right now, there's a lot of openings coming up in college football. So college football, I think after the season, is going to have a lot of vacant opportunities that might interest Urban Meyer. This might tempt Urban Meyer to go back to college football, which I have mentioned before, but I do believe it's most definitely a valid question. That is, how much is Urban Meyer committed towards the NFL? Will he stay with Jacksonville after the season? And also, will the Jaguars continue to rebuild on their momentum from that Week 6 victory against the Miami Dolphins? And their Week 7 matchup is against no one, actually, as they do have a bye week. So Jacksonville, just like the Cowboys, are going to have a bye week in Week 7, so they won't have a game to play. I do believe they should use this opportunity in Week 7 to kind of reevaluate where things are going, as pretty soon we're going to be in the halfway point in the NFL season. So how would Jacksonville use this bye week? How would they use it in order to rebuild from the momentum from the Week 6 victory when you go into the Week 8 matchup? So right now, it's my question for Jacksonville. Will they win in Week 8? Will they win two games in a row? And how will they utilize this bye week? And that will conclude my weekly NFL update here on Brew Distilled. I'll be back next week with more NFL update. But right now, what beer am I pairing with this week's topic of the NFL? Well, you know, the weather's getting colder. It's getting cooler out there. We're right now in the midst of fall. We've been in fall for quite some time now, actually. So what beer am I pairing with this? Well, this is going to be Brewstaller Red Ale. I'm a big fan of red ales. I love red ales so much. I drink red ales all year around. Even in the summer. Even in the hot summer day when it's over 100 degrees out, I would drink a red ale. So the Brewstaller Red Ale comes from what may be my favorite brewery of all time. That is Brewstaller Brewing. This red ale goes back many, many years. It's a really good flavor red ale. Really good and rich in flavor. A nice red coloring to it. It's brewed at Brewstaller Brewing based out of Dixon, California. This red ale you can buy in the stores. You can get on tap at their downtown location in Sacramento. Even at their flagship brewing location in Dixon, California. But the Brewstaller Red Ale, the 1881 Red Ale actually, is my beer pairing for this week's NFL topic because the Red Ale, the Roostaller 1881 Red Ale is a beer I'll definitely have on watching an NFL football game. You can get these on tap at their tap room. You can even buy it in a can at the stores. And I do believe you can find it in a bottle. I've never had it in a bottle. I mainly drink it out of 
a can, but the 1881 Red Ale, regardless of how you drink it, is definitely a Red Ale worth checking out. Yeah, it's no doubt a beer, a Red Ale, you'll definitely want to try again and again and again. It'll definitely be a mainstay in your refrigerator with all your delicious and tasty craft beers. So again, that is the 1881 Roosala Red Ale. That's my weekly beer pairing for this week's NFL topic and NFL update. Do check that beer out. Do give it a shot. Do drink it when you're watching an NFL football game or even when you're just, you know, out casually drinking with friends. You find that beer, do check it out. And again, that's the 1881 Red Ale from Roosala Brewing. And that would do for me this week here in Brew Distilled, folks. Do thank you for listening this week. Do go out there and enjoy the NFL. Enjoy the fall season. Enjoy life. Enjoy beer. Enjoy whiskey, tequila, whatever your preferred libation is. I'll be back next week with more NFL updates. And also, later in November, Hawkeye's coming out. Hawkeye and Disney Plus, the newest Marvel series. I'll be recapping that. It's going to be a six-week run where Hawkeye is going to be back in action in a post-endgame world. And I cannot wait to talk about Hawkeye here at Brew Distilled later in November. And yes, there will be drink pairings from the bar of Loki. I'm your host, DJ Monte Ale. You're just listening to Brew Distilled, the weekly NFL update. I'll see you all next week. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Cheers.